Good morning. Buenos dias. Amen. This is Awkward Pause. My name is Elmer Guardado. Um, we're, we're joined here today by three special guests. Uh, Andrew Street. Howdy. Sam Atherton. Can I get an amen or a hell yeah? And uh, my grandfather, Cassidy Sargent. Microphone check one, two, one, two. We're a professional show now. We do mic checks on the air. Love it. You know, if you just call you, if I just say you're Clap special guest, you are a special guest. Clap sync, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, clap sync. Okay, got it. All right. I think we got it, guys. Mm-hmm. Good job. We're theater part. kids now. We are theater kids. Did you guys see Hamilton? Have we all <laughs> I got to watch kids that. now? I, I watched watch it last that. night. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm watching it tonight. Very excited. Uh, what horseshit that this isn't a thing that's been done before. Fucking film this shit, make it affordable for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know? Sick and tired of the whites getting to keep musical theater. Mm-hmm. Also, going to Broadway like sucks. Too. Like, it sucks. Oh, come on. No, now. it's cool. It's cool. But it's, it's yeah. like everything around take. it, you know, kind of sucks. You got to okay. go to Times Square. You got to sit in this incredibly cramped place, which you can't do anymore. That's canceled. Okay. I can tell you from experience that the the tourist experience of going to a Broadway show is is incredible because you get to do all of those touristy things in one go. You know, all packed together. It's it's mm-hmm. like the it's like the thirty minute television episode of New York. Yeah, That's Andy, have you ever Square, been to a Bubba Broadway, Gump You know, somebody's playing uh, New York, New York on mm-hmm. something because, you know, you're in all the touristy spots. M&M store, Hershey store. M&M store, you buy your iHeart NY mug, you know, you're mm-hmm. fucking good Accidentally to go, bump dude. into the guy just as Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta yeah, pay the naked him cowboy, the whole thing. Cowboy. Did you guys know that the uh, designer of the iHeart NY logo died, I think, last week? Rest in peace, Milton Glaser. Damn. Yeah. Is, is that a design. custom font, Sam? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just like Courier or some shit. I feel like but that's one of those things got stolen so many times. He's not getting paid royalties on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that's kind of the point. I think he made it to be like the symbol of New York, and he's like, "This mm. is for New York." Um, but I'm sure he was incredibly wealthy from all the other kind of License. things that he created throughout his lifetime but yeah there's that mountain glacier this one's for you hmm. now do you, do you guys remember the movie forrest gump yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah all of have all seen it that's great mm-hmm. now do you remember the scene where forrest gump invents the smiley face have a nice day logo right or familiar uh, with this right uh, uh sure. shit happens as well is that it oh yeah yeah but different and, right he invents the phrase I but is it paired with the smiley sure. face I remember the smiley face involved somehow. You think that guy's getting royalties? Maybe not Forrest Gump, the fictional character, but whoever invented the (laughs) have a nice day smiley face. Or what about that like red and white like thank you on grocery shopping bags? Mm, A classic, yeah. Yeah. Where are our modern day Lisa Franks? Mm -hmm. You know, those people who are just putting peace frogs out into the world, who are just putting, you know... Uh, pink unicorns with rainbow manes out into the world. Like, where is that? Would you put the precious figurines on the same <clears throat> level? You're gonna have to tell me a bit more about that. Ooh. Oh, the precious is it? Precious moments. 
precious moments. The little That's angels. Like, yeah. Oh. The little ba- <laughs> cute little baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, <laughs> those are like Funkos, practically. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I'm down with that. Like, because you could have like you know, you could have a Dodgers uh, precious angel or whatever yeah. it is. You could have a hunting precious angel. It's like you know, God. Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who precious angel. <laughs> 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 a little screwdriver up there. <laughs> we need to get Mister Precious Moments on the phone and pitch him on all these like, dude, Funk, you're leaving money on the table. The only reason Funko's still popping is because they got all these license <clears throat> deals. Imagine. The only reason Funko's popping off is because Tubbs hasn't taken over yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Operator, get me Jonathan Precious Moments. <laughs> oh, man. I just want, like, a Glenn from The Walking Dead Precious Moments figurine. <laughs> Post getting beat by Negan. <clears throat> oh, man. Spoilers for season six of The Walking Dead, which I'm pretty sure is the last season anyone watched. Is this uh, just Hamilton was good, over? By the way. Season- what was good? No, go ahead. I was I was misinterpreting the conversation. We're okay. talking about Walking Dead. Yes. Is it over? Or not anymore, though. I want to know. Okay. Walking Dead? No, not over. It's still oh, going. Rick, yeah, Rick Grimes, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure, fucked off and just walked off into the sunset. Like, uh-huh. like, uh, like you know, he's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I, know, I think there's still some people from the main... Well, I don't think there's... I would. I wonder who the oldest person on that show is, is Is at this point. Well, to clarify, it's only the show that's still going now, right? I think the book did end. Oh, yeah. The book ended a, like year, like two, three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, they got is Daryl still there? there? Is, is, so. is uh, Sam Porter Bridges still there? He's the Are show, sure? I think. Yeah. I'm going to look he's it up. He's probably the old head then. Yeah, like probably. Yeah, I mean, he's season one, so he's definitely the old head. And his love interest, she was from season one too. <clears throat> the lady with the short uh, Car- hair, Carol. 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 Carl. Uh, remember yeah. simpler times, man. Thinking back, everyone was wearing Rick Tatorship t-shirts, and I have never. You've never heard seen that this. term in You've my never life. Never heard the ever. Rick Tatorship. You don't no, remember? Ever. Like Walking Dead was huge. Every person. Yes. Was walking around wearing I Heart Daryl shirts and Rick Tatorship. Open inside. This is a Rick Tatorship. Like, God. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 You got me back. Yeah. I mean, well, The Walking Dead was huge, man. And that's like patient zero, I feel, for overstaying your welcome in the, in the, the modern TV media landscape. I don't know who's watching yeah. that show, man. Wild stuff. You know what's so, what's crazy is it still does bonkers numbers. Mm-hmm. It's like yep. still one of the top ten shows on television. Easy. You know so, why? People love horny zombies. Sure, I think there's a portion for sure that that that's why. But I also think there's just so so little live TV competition at this point. It's like one of the only big budget things. Like, is AMC the only? channel doing quality whoa something just fell from cassidy's wall yeah sorry <laughs> i think you should get you should get a refund on this house dude it's my budget studio man i <laughs> i put that shit up behind me for work and uh, now it's falling down i don't want to talk about the walking dead anymore i'm over hamilton right? was good though yeah i i expected it to basically just be like a static shot of the stage and i should have fucking known that they would not cheap out on hamilton i was you know, no meme to be genuine here for a moment. Very impressed with like the presentation and the direction of it all, and and how 
real they they made it feel so good for them that's awesome i'm i'm very excited I was a musical theater kid. Were you a musical theater kid, Cass? Definitely Favorite not. musical of all time. Uh, so my parents are musical people. My parents, I think, were the drama kids. My <laughs> my dad played football in high school, and he did theater in high school. Holy shit. Wow, that's like OG some high school music. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to love this. And uh, <clears throat> his football coach was like, hey, you could really be an athlete you need to focus you should drop theater basically and his theater people were like do your thing man like whatever makes you happy and so he quit football and he went full-time theater wow uh and then my uh my mom did theater as uh an actor so she was an actress and a director and so that's how they met actually is she was a director on a show he was working. Wait, like, More so they, they did this past, like, high school and college? Yeah. Like, this is, like, real? Like, community college. Like, my, my I have tapes of, uh, or we have tapes of, like, my mom's commercials. Oh, wow. Which is pretty yeah. funny. Um, oh, <clears throat> yeah, so it was, like, it was, like, community theater. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. I didn't realize your parents were high school sweethearts, man. The, they're not. That's what I'm community saying. Community college <laughs> sweethearts. Uh, community theater. Community theater sweethearts. Yeah, yeah. Removed from college. Divorced from college. Um, yeah. So, anyways, lots of theater in my life. I was hearing uh, sort of like Broadway and musicals uh, when I was a kid, for sure, and probably had more exposure to a couple more deep cuts because, like, my parents knew some of the those deep cuts so yeah always always had an appreciation but i i never did it in uh i never did it in high school and and the the people that i did know that did it in high school you know pretty much fit the fit the stereotype i'm sad to say uh but i think we just had one of those schools no 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 okay what uh what like is there is there a certain song or show that like if you hear now you think of like your childhood and your parents playing it around the house while you're you know doing chores around the house my mom was a big time uh jesus christ superstar stan hell yeah mm. so uh we would we would get some uh you know what's the buzz tell me what's happening going on and we would uh you know get some of that main song from that going on and then she took me to go see the lion king when that came out too which, again, to be genuine for a moment, and you have the opportunity to go see, is pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, especially if you already have a baked-in love for Lion King, which, who doesn't? Right. Uh, so yeah. Lion King song. Jesus, man. I don't know. You pick. I think you Just gotta go with the... Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, the Elton John song. Aren't they all, all of them, Elton I think, John? He's all, yeah, I, I think he's all are. Elton John. Can you feel Can the, you love, feel the tonight? love tonight? That's what I was thinking of. Mm. That's a banger. Yeah. I think I think it's tough to beat the opener. Circle of life. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're actually right. Uh, mathematically that adds up. I like I'm uh I'm going to be king. Just that's can't wait. Just, Just can't, can't wait. wait to be king. Yeah. What's yeah, I mean, the, that's uh, it. Just watch the, the live action not live action Lion King. There's no music I, in that one, right? Uh I think there, no. no, there is. Uh, there is. has to be. Oh. Yeah, because Childish Gambino is the guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, it's, yeah. It's and Beyonce's the... Uh, Don uh, Lover. 
I I think I saw it. I I remember liking it more than people said that I wouldn't like it. I was like, oh, this is this is fine. I think. Yeah. I, I think, think I, once you once you kind of like wrap your head around what they said they were sort of coming out to do because people are like well the the animals aren't expressive like they are in the animated which is true and i think that that is a problem but they're trying to present it almost like documentary fashion right of like we're actually out here um which whether or not that's a good idea i think is up for debate but i think they i think they hit it pretty well they succeeded at what the goal was sure love it Andrew, has the second part of your couch shown up? It hasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget. Did I tell you guys that they're what they I called them and what they have to do? Oh no. Uh, so I didn't want like I'm not. Listen, it's just a fucking Ottoman piece of the couch. I'm not like I understand. There's a pandemic. I'm not rushing them to get it here. But I had hit customer service up, let them know, hey, where is it? And they're like, okay, we'll get back to you in five days. Seven days later, I still hadn't heard anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call, make sure. I called them. They're like, we don't know what you – there's no note in here that you're missing that. I was like, oh, well, I did oh. chat support. They're like, yeah, well, that person didn't really do anything. So so then I, the guy on the Sick. phone, uh, Chris, he was super helpful. He had no idea what to do for me. He was like – we can't Wait, he was just... super helpful, but he didn't know what to do? <laughs> well, so we got there in the end. But he was just like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, the only thing we can do for you, because we can't send the Ottoman separate. He's like, I don't have an option in the system to do that. And your other one is just lost to the ages. Um, what? So he was like, here's what I'm going to do for you. You're going to return the couch. You can send it back. We'll send you a whole new one. And I was like, listen, I, we brought this couch up three flights of stairs. Chris, don't do this to me. I was like, I, I was like, I, you know, I, we're not, I can't bring it back down. If, it, if the couch comes out, I don't want to bring the new one back up. So then you just got to come take all of it. He was like, what we're going to do, we're going to send you the whole new couch. Don't send the old one back. When the delivery people come, just take the Ottoman piece and reject the other piece, the main couch. I was like, you sure they're gonna let me do that? Because I was like, for no. you, I was like, if this they, oh. me. I was like, if they don't do that, the couch is gonna sit out front of my apartment. I was like, because I can't lift it up the stairs by myself. It's just gonna stay out there. He was like, no, they'll they'll let you reject it. I was like, all right, that's the risk you're willing to take. They didn't charge me for this one. Like they're just sending it, whatever. But someone might get a free couch. So wait, when's this all supposed to go down? Next Friday. Yeah, I know. Give us a time and a date to be there. Next Friday, couch. three to seven. My three heart's beating seven. so fast. God, <laughs> I'll post up outside your apartment for four hours. I was like, why can't delivery. the the things come in separate boxes? Why can't you just send? You guys just threw a free couch away, basically, by shipping it all the way to me Jesus. across the country. I do appreciate business, the willingness baby. to sacrifice an entire product just to make you happy to do what's right to do what you know you paid for the shit whatever but i do appreciate that like the collateral is not on your end yeah i mean i was trying to you know chris was being he was very nice he was like i understand you don't want to carry this couch up and down the stairs i was like listen man i live by myself 
I can't carry it's, these It's cats. not about a desire. It's about a capability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, he got us hopefully sorted. We'll see next Friday. You know. You I'm might excited see, for you, dude. You might see a picture of me and a, a couch sitting on the front <laughs> steps. I mean, if they don't let you reject it, did you get Chris's contact information? I have uh, you know? his, my, our, whatever, customer Ticket. service number. Okay. Like uh, my case number, I guess it would be. Mm, mm. So if the if the guys are like, "Bro, I'm I'm not gonna keep this couch. I don't know what to tell you. You have to sit on that couch, out front, waiting for customer service to pick up." No, because if they leave the couch, what's gonna happen? I'm just gonna be like, I don't know. Call my parents. Be like, "You guys want a new couch?" <laughs> mm-hmm. My dad will come take it. And then there we Honestly, go. I've been watching your dad's Instagram, and I think he could probably lift the couch by himself at this point. I mean, that's basically he could throw happens. the couch from your house to their to their house. He carried the couch up. He's he's looking they, real jacked, baby. When they dropped it off, uh, I had to call him to come carry it up the stairs. So that's big Chuck energy. Besides the ottoman, besides the the hole in your in your heart that this ottoman is creating, are you feeling moved in? Feeling cozy? Yeah, we're we're done. That's it. I mean, we're buying like uh, we bought a rug. Mm, um, nice. Beautiful. Buying some like artwork, wall decor type stuff. Some uh, Batman posters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some like Joker steps, framed artwork, and you know, anime scrolls. Mm-hmm. I got a Halo anime scroll up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome. But other than that, like we're moved in. Things are. We got routines going. Everything's all set up. It's uh, it's been nice. The apartments, I like it a lot better than our old place. No wasps. Uh, we live down the street from a park. There's a little farmers market every Wednesday. Like the local farm oh. comes and like sets up all their produce, and you can like get some of that. It's That's a awesome. Good time. Very nice. Yeah, they got a pickle guy. Got like some yeah. olives, some peppers. <laughs> it's nice. Keep going. <laughs> Love it. Name every produce. <laughs> I feel like, you know. I've been cooking more. Oh, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I was just going to say. I feel like what? Not to, you know. I'm living the white stereotype, but I'm on the kale train now. I've been eating a lot of salads. I feel like I need more leafy greens in my life. So I've been making kale salads. Kale, the superior of all salad bases mm, it's nice and no. hearty it's this got like a little pepperiness to it i don't want any nah. of this like basic ass lettuce it tastes so bad yeah you ever no, heard of no the spring mix lettuce. spring mix that's where i put my money some every, arugula arugula is good yeah dinosaur arugula, kale spinach spinach is a little right. metallic i think sometimes mm, i like spinach ne- yeah. i never got a taste for kale same i tried it I was like, this is not bad by any means. Better than lettuce. I know it's very good for you. If you roast it in the oven, a little pepper, a little lemon on it or something, you make Mm. little kale chips. It's a good time. I don't love the texture. You're supposed to massage it. That's a problem. You you massage those leaves, soften it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Is that my problem? That's what I heard one time. Okay. I feel like salad's not supposed to be that much work. Yeah. It's a labor of love. Yeah. I'm definitely eating more vegetables. More vegetables than ever. Thanks mm-hmm. to Lexi. Shout out. Vegetables. 
you know, they're good. Yeah. I've packed on the you LBs can. through quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a little scale on the house, and I check every couple of days, and it's rising, boys. <laughs> So I'm I'm, you know I'm making muscle, some adjustments. Muscle weighs more than fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is with me working from home and sitting on my ass eight hours a day. It is problematic that like the little movement that you could like assume you'd have every day is now just wiped. You know, like even on a day where it's like I didn't do shit, I at least walked to my car a couple times. I maybe walked to lunch like while I was at work. You know, a little, little movement here and there. But then, like, yeah. Lexi's like, why do you want to come into bed immediately after being at your desk all day? And I'm like, well, because I've been inside all day in the living room um, at my desk. So the only, like, the full separation I can get is, like, I feel like I come to my room, you know, watch some TV or, or get on my fun computer. But that's as much movement as I'm getting if, if I'm not forcing myself to do something. Which I know just happened. I'm like, this is fucked up. I got to just start going on fucking afternoon walks and shit mm-hmm. and now it's good because they closed all the bars again here so now i can walk around and feel like i'm walking around you know the way it should be probably yeah we just had uh you know speaking of closing the bars they just like we were supposed to open stuff they were like gonna open indoor dining for 25 percent occupancy and then they like Oh, uh, last weekend, down at the shore, uh, a bunch of people posted pictures of, like, shore bars, super packed, no masks, everyone was on top of each other, and the governor was like, you fucking knuckleheads, we're not opening <laughs> the restaurants now, and they canceled it. Something very similar happened in Texas. Last week, they were about to... Uh, extend capacity in indoor dining to 75 percent but then they were like you know what i think uh maybe not the best idea we'll keep it at 50 percent, guys no problem (laughs) so you know that 25 (laughs) percent that makes all the difference yeah dude yeah there was one bar in michigan uh and i think it started out like 40 people or like you know i think it started like 17 people 40 people 60 people and now there's up to 117 people that got sick from this like one night at this bar and so now michigan's fucked again uh so frustrating it's absolutely insane man what a fucking joke of a timeline it uh it really is pretty insane that we're like you know i i i can hold on to some optimism and say there will be a time where things might be better or at we're at pretty far low so things you know can only go up to a certain degree at some point um there's a lot of shit stacked on top of each other we got a pandemic we got a recession we got a depression we got a you know an an election year where it feels like fucking god damn it please do something else yeah it's rough man the uh continued uh, uh racist institutions yeah yeah police the, brutality the rights movement yeah i mean things are yeah. things are happening it's a pressure cooker man yeah, i i've sick. actually because it is it is hard right and uh some days i feel like some days i get up and i look at the news and it's just like nope not gonna not gonna do it today um <laughs> 
and that's like honestly something I've kind of been struggling with. It's like, okay, so in in these tough times, like, is it okay to sort of stick your head in the sand and like, I guess, shield yourself from it, or do you have like a sort of a responsibility to like step in and like push back on some of this? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly I... what you mean, man. Because I often feel like you know, it's a it's divided about like what my responsibility is as like versus my responsibility as like a human being that's sharing this planet with other human beings who are not doing uh maybe as well as i am and then trying to take care of myself knowing that like i just fucking been too weak to fucking handle some of this shit and like uh push on you know and and and, and do the stuff i gotta do to like you know like work like work has become so fucking hard it just seems like it's never felt less important. And then I have all these other factors like uh, putting me in a, in a not great place mentally and emotionally. And then I got to get on a fucking call and, you know, thank you Bullshit. so much at the end of emails with exclamation points. And I'm just like, get fucked, dude. <laughs> it's hard, man. I don't know. I had a question like that last week, but it just never came up. I was just going to ask y'all, like, how do you, especially now, how do you get through the stuff you don't want to do that you need to do? You know, I like, I think I have little tricks that I know I'm like, that are good for me. Like, uh, put on some angry music usually helps or put on the social network soundtrack, uh, make me feel productive. Um, Sometimes it's just watching fucking baseball highlights and remembering, like, things that make me, like, dumb happy, like, really, like, disconnect my brain. Um, lately, going on walks has been helping. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So what? Terrible time. I quit smoking uh, and vaping. Terrible time to do that. Worst time ever. Yeah, I, I saw that's really, I mean, I'm, I don't know, I've, like, I mean, I'm proud. I feel like I've made this that's, announcement eight times in the yeah, <laughs> since we started this show. That's also true. You're cooking, yeah. though. You're yeah. you're on a You're on a run right now, so good for you. Yeah. No, but I, I, the the narrative arc of this f- battle I've had uh, with uh, nicotine and, uh, you know, just things in my fucking mouth, because that seems to be a big problem, too. Like, more than the nicotine is just, like, the habit of... It's like a fucking itch. Um, it, 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 there's progress. I haven't had a cigarette. I probably had, like, three cigarettes in, like, the last 12 months. Which is a first for me. Like, that's that's low. And those three were special occasions. You know, one was I did really good at poker one night, and I was really drunk. <laughs> and I couldn't say no. Uh, so they've been, like, celebratory cigarettes. At least that's – I think that's a big thing is that they haven't been, like, sad stress cigarettes. Because those are the ones you really regret. Where you're just like, I something bad might happen if I don't have one right now. Um, so I haven't had that in a long time. But then the vaping became – I became so fucking dependent on the vaping, dude. It's horrible. Um, but Lexi's been helping me. She's been buying me, like, the most insane fucking m- mouth mints. I don't know why I said mouth mints. There's no other kind of mints. But, like, <laughs> the iciest. Like, I got these right here on my desk. These Arctic Altoids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, curiously cool mints is what yeah. they're called. And yeah. they fucking kind of hurt when you put them oh, in your yeah. mouth. Altoids, Altoids are no joke. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. remember those Altoid Sours? R.I.P. Yeah, wow. R.I.P. I fucking miss yeah. those. They'd like make your tongue shrivel up. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that might be like the only like non-adult like 
Altoids. You know, all the other ones are like cinnamon, minty fresh. And then yeah. we got these sour fucks. Mm. I'm also still on these tea tree therapy cinnamon toothpicks. These have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm trying these, these nicotine lozenges to deal with like the actual nicotine withdrawal. Um, and I read yesterday, you're supposed to do like nine a day. I've been doing two a day, so I feel great. Good for you. We're doing fantastic, boys. So, uh, just to suck my own dick for a little bit. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's been going good. It's a, it's a week. So nothing to be too proud of, but I just had a moment Saturday where I was like, uh, like a week ago, I was like, Lexi, why does it, do you, do you ever have trouble breathing? And she's like, no. (laughs) And I was like, oh fuck, you're right. (laughs) Uh, and that same night, after I took a fucking scolding hot shower, I just threw, I threw all my toys away and said no more. And I've done that before. Um, I think it's important to remember your failures so you don't do the exact same thing again like I always do. But we're making progress. We're trying. But kale, I don't like kale. <laughs> in ter- in terms of like. You know, doing how do you do things that you don't want to do? You know, I have I have a couple of thoughts about this. Uh, semi-related, if you have the means and you have the opportunity, and this is to everyone, consider seeing a therapist. Right? I've seen a whole lot of like mental health awareness stuff this week, uh, and we should be seeing it all the time. It's totally okay to talk about. It. It's no big deal. I saw a therapist for years and years and years. If I had the means to be doing so now, I would. Uh, if you have an interest in exploring a medication, you should. I'm on, uh, what the fuck am I on? I'm on uh, Busaprone right now for anxiety. And I'm on, I can't remember the one for depression, but it's the, the Zoloft generic. Again, it's not a fucking big deal. It's my first time ever on medication. It's pretty weird. Uh, if you want to talk about it, let's talk. The other thing that genuinely helped me, because I'm one of those dudes who makes things worse than they need to be and like blows things up it's called catastrophizing where you like imagine the worst case scenario and so uh, like an internal message that i started telling myself like before meetings or before things that i didn't want to do was it's not going to be as bad as you think because like literally it can't be i'm like okay so it's gonna be better than how i'm envisioning it Like, as a statistical fact, it's going to be better than what I think it's going to be, because I always assume the worst. And that, like, kind of started making me envision it a little more positively and a little less stressfully. I've had, like, lots of different bites at that apple, but that was, like, the phrase that that seemed to to actually stick for me. Uh, But it's a fucking struggle, man. Like, no no doubt, no joke. And, And there are days when uh it's just not gonna happen you know and you'll you'll be totally coasting right you you've been awake for seven hours you're having a great day you're kicking ass at work and you like read a news headline or you get a text or you think about something or you watch something on tv and you're like nope shut it down i'm, I'm done for the day like i i've reached my capacity to deal with the world and it's bullshit today uh, and that's okay too like it's you have to take that time i guess but yeah, I don't know. That, that's all I got. I think that's that's great advice. I, I really do like that. I think um, I don't know if I if I catastrophize, which is a fun word to say. That's uh, a good one, right? Yeah, play that one in uh, Scrabble. There's like a a list. I forget what they call them, 
the catastrophizing is on the list of like uh, unhealthy uh, like mental things that we do or people with anxiety or depression do. And the looking at the list is actually, I found like, I think pretty helpful. It helps you like kind of compartmentalize the different things you're doing. And then like, once you can identify it, I think it becomes like a little bit easier to find that solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I also do like all or nothing thinking. Yep. So like, you know, this is... the four of us went out and we had a, we had a great time and I made an off-color joke, let's say, at the very end of it. And now the entire night's ruined. Mm-hmm. And like oh, that's, you that. know, yeah. we, we had a four-hour bad time now. It's like, no, we didn't. We had, we had one misstep and we can talk about it and, you know, whatever. I have an interesting one that I recently uh, kind of like thought about and realized that was something I was doing. And I've been doing this maybe since I was like 12, dude. And it really took like this, like this week for me to realize mm-hmm. I was doing it. Uh, where like I will do something that feels something that will be judged you know this happens a lot in like a work scenario or like maybe I make food for Lexi very opposite situations but just as an example and in my head I have to have an imaginary conversation with whoever might be judging this thing and explain to them why I'm not fucking crazy you know like I'll send an email and I'll be like Oh man, was that the wrong? Was that too strong? Was that too dicey? Mm. Was I being too, too? Uh, you know, was that was was I? Did I shoot that without thinking? And I'll think about like, okay, what are the possible criticisms to this email that this person might have? I'll walk through all of them. I'll have an argument locked in for every single criticism there might be, just in case they come up, and then they never come up. So, and when they do come up, maybe because I prep so hard. I might come off as like extra defensive. It's like a hyper vigilance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not good. Fun stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I mean like I not to like I don't know, I can't I don't know, I can't relate to any of that. <laughs> and I feel really bad for you guys that you have to deal with that, but Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's been it's been an interesting time because we are having these like difficult conversations, right? And we we are at like sort of this important point in our in our nation, right? And our world uh, with like some of the things that we're fighting and the pandemic and just like the way that we're talking to each other right now uh, and the whole sort of responsibility of the silent majority to like stand up and, and push for change. Um, but yeah, it, it, it can be hard because it, it does exacerbate some of those issues. Right. And uh, it's, it's hard to like get in people's faces. Like even if you don't have some of these issues, Sam, I, I feel like you seem to have no problem with it in Facebook groups, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm a big, I'm a big keyboard warrior. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I was, uh, not to make a hard shift. Do it. Uh, but I was searching for something on Facebook and I came across a post. Do you guys know we've been friends for four years? Feels like longer. It 2016 does feel like longer. was KFL2. That is a long time, which is crazy. But it, like, it's it funny. Feels longer, I was though. thinking about it the other day. Because something, I forget, I saw something and it reminded me of the first time when I met up with Elmer at the hotel. 
Um, oh, fuck. And I was like, that was... <laughs> like, that feels like six, seven years ago to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's nuts. I think it, it is interesting, too, though, that I think the reason I feel so so much longer is because we all met at a time when, like, you're supposed to be... Uh, not supposed to be, but it makes sense for you to be changing the most. You have the most turbulence in, like, your life path and figuring out what you're going to do and becoming a human being and, like, deciding who you are. And so I think maybe that's why, because a lot of us have changed a lot. I think even, you know, like, we're all the same, but different. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. changed, man. You've changed. Yeah, I mean, you've changed, dude. You've changed, man. I mean, I can guarantee you I'd look at a Twitter post from four years ago and hate myself. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah. Can I, uh, I think we talked about it on this show. The Kindle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the Kindle. Great investment. Hey. I love it so much. I'm so happy. I got it Saturday. Reading? I read Do Android Dream of Electric Sheep because I wanted okay. to watch Blade Runner. Yeah. So I read the book What first. is that, Philip K. Dick? Yep. Uh, I loved it. I thought the book was great. Movie was okay. Um, the Kindle Paperweight, though, or Paperwhite, incredible. Like, Can I ask which version of the movie you watched? Like, was it Director's Cut? I watched or... the Director's Cut. Okay. I liked it. Which, yeah. Elmer, you're you're more on the film side of things. That's, like, the one to watch, right? That's the one. There's another one. I forgot what it's called. I think, like, the final cut or the extended cut. It's the director's cut is the one you want to watch. Um, fun fact about that movie. That movie did horribly the same way the 2049 did horribly because every they marketed it as, like, a sci-fi thriller action movie. But it's actually a low-key, like, noir detective yeah. <laughs> fucking super slow talkie. <laughs> and I, like, I liked it, and I'm excited to watch the new one. I think I, I read mm-hmm. the book and then immediately watched the movie. And the movie and the book are completely different. The movie is mm-hmm. only loosely based on the book in the sense that it uses the names of the characters. But, like, the book is a lot more, like, slow and about empathy. And, like, it goes into, like, some of that a little Interesting. bit deeper. Um, but the Kindle, like, I've already loaded up some books. I've connected it to my library. Uh, it's been great. It's like Very definitely nice. pushing me to read more, and also like it's so small and light, and it looks like you're it's actually so reading light. a book. Like I can bring it to the park and like see the screen. That e ink, baby. <laughs> it's something. It's special. So, Love yeah. it, man. Good for you. It's been nice. Yeah, Elmer, have you continued reading? I have. I haven't finished my book yet. I'm not doing it at the uh, pace I maybe did it the first week. Um, but I, I, I still thumbs up. No, nothing has changed. Still thumbs up. I think a big distraction. Um, oh, we've been watching a lot of RuPaul's, uh, to finish the night. And it's kind of hard to look away from that and pick up a book. Um, so that's been a big distraction, but reading thumbs up 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, I want to get back into reading, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just haven't. I used to. I used to be every day, but yeah. not so much anymore. I mean, you've paid your dues. Andrew and I haven't read a book ever, so <laughs> it's about time. Have you guys been playing any video games or uh, <laughs> doing anything with your time? How have you been wasting away? Uh, we watched Knives Out. 
Oh, hell yeah. Shout out. That is on Amazon Prime if you have that now. Uh, it was fun, man. Yeah. It was not what I expected because I hadn't watched the trailers, so the story kind of went in a different direction than I thought it would. But it was totally fun. Yeah, I love it. Recommend. That. Really good. Yeah. Better or worse Great than performances the last Jedi. from like a whole a whole bunch of people too. They don't Sorry. make them like that anymore. That's like one of those movies you look and you're like, "Fuck!" I was like last I year. Got more movies like this. <laughs> Elmer. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I've been doing in my time. What have you been doing? Let me tell you about shed construction. Oh, uh, my dad and I have been absolutely plugging away. We got three walls built now. Uh, we're gonna we got to go to Menards tomorrow to pick up some more two by fours uh and then uh, we'll be done hopefully like either by the end of next week um but jesus christ it's like 90 degrees and uh it gets very hot on the uh on the job site but i don't know it's just been it's been fun kind of seeing how all that stuff goes together and no uh no major like mistakes knock on wood um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just been fun. Have you like, hidden anything in the walls? Gra- two, that's a even better question. Have we hidden anything? Yeah. Have you hidden anything in the walls or like left a secret message for a, a potential uh, future owner? Not yet. Um, just because we're not at that. We're not quite at that point yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, okay. I think we'll definitely write like, you know, the, you know, COVID-19 here. or whatever um, in there and all that shit. Chanka um, is God or something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you know. A great thing to put in between walls is one male bee and one female bee. Yep. Mm. Just see, just the way what happens. Mm-hmm. If you can get one, if you can catch the wasps, even better. Yeah, and then someone Hell will move yeah. into your shed, and then they'll have to call the landlord to complain about wasps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Did you guys ever, like, leave messages? Well, first, did anyone dorm? Do you guys dorm? Well, Elmer, mm-hmm. I know you I did. did. Yeah. Cass, you didn't, and yeah. Sam, you did. Nope. We used to yeah. leave messages, like, in the dorms. Like, oh, on top of, like, the dresser that has never been moved. Like, we would pull it. Maybe I'm incriminating myself, but we would, like, pull it out and, like, leave a message behind there. Or the top of the door. Mm-hmm. Like. The top of the doors was, was I did that. Yeah. 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 Which is so silly because no one's going to see it. So what's the point? Yeah. But, you know, it's there. It's probably yeah. still there, which is what this is a good feeling, I guess. Vandalism. I just always yeah, think, I think about like if someone goes up there and sees it. Then yeah, I wrote. I I think I've written my name in every single apartment that I lived in somewhere, in like oh, the nice. closet or some shit. Um, and when we were in in college, we lived in a building called Hubler, and um, my roommate slash best friend Kyle, he was obsessed with Iron Man in two thousand nine. And so he wrote, like, Iron Man was here in, in their room. And then when we were seniors, we, like, just knocked on some, We, like, got led into the building. We, like, said, hey, can we, like, look at this? And uh, it was still there. And then the next year they, they tore the building down. Uh, so <laughs> rest in peace, Icy May Hubler. Um, oh, man. Hubler is, like, a very college dorm name. Like, we had, uh, like, Decker and Cromwell like these all sound the same Hubler like I could see that being on TCNJ's campus all these rich white people yeah all these well so when I was a senior it was like you know every you know it was right before right after the the election I think everyone was a bit more mindful of like 
all of the injustices that had existed around these people. So everybody looked up like all of the names and people that owned like, these buildings. And they were like, Coming. they're local New Jersey people, but they were like, it's like, oh, one guy was pro segregation in like the 70s. It's like, well, why do we have a fucking building named after him? They renamed it. His family came. They were protesting it. It was like, Jesus. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. The, uh, so I went to, to Grand Valley and, uh, the downtown campus, the Betsy DeVos campus, Oof. or there's the hey. Betsy DeVos building, but it's definitely the DeVos downtown campus. Cause her family's um, big in Michigan, right? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're from Grand Rapids. She's a bad person. They've, Horrible. you know, pumped all of their money into the downtown Grand Rapids area. So there's a bunch of buildings named after them and it's sickening. Fuck you, Betsy DeVos. And the whole family. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. Now, do you guys ever... Here's the thing. Last night, Lexi and I bought a cocktail book. Mm. It's a book of cocktail recipes. Uh, started making this. We wanted something sweet. We knew we wanted like a dessert cocktail. Mm. And we found this like kind of like eggnog-inspired... Uh, drink recipe. Um, it's got like uh, almond milk. You got some eggs. You got some cinnamon. A little Christmas in July here. Cream. It looks good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you, yeah. She posted I that. I saw right? a picture. So she got very mad at me because I smoked a little weed before we started doing this, and she was blaming it on that. I don't think I had anything to do with it, but I. You're supposed to split the eggs into two separate bowls. Put the yellows in one bowl, the whites in the other bowl, and then mix all the ingredients with the yellow, with the yolks. Thank you. So, so yeah. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, you got to mix all the ingredients with the yolk because then you got to mix the white. Uh, what do you call the white part of the fucking egg? Egg white. The white. white. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, the, the, the white's white's egg yellows. Come on. It was, it was, uh, uh, yeah. it was the Oh, yolks. That, that was the problem. <laughs> that was the problem. Okay, I didn't even realize what I had fucked up. Um, and you got you to gotta whisk the egg whites stiff, you know, yeah. so they're you foamy. Those peaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then mix it all together. You got to you, you put it on ice. We decided to put it on ice. It made it much better. It's got like amaretto and bourbon or like is like the, the booze. I fucked it up completely and mixed all the stuff with the egg whites. And then she came in and said, you always do things like this. You always get high and you always fuck up recipes like this. Always. Which is not true. This is the only time this has ever happened. All right. But then that got me thinking, like, I do make a lot of just dumb, careless mistakes on things like that that don't matter. I was having fun. It made sense to mix all the other white liquids with the egg whites in my head at the time. Then I read the recipe again, and I was like, it's okay, dude. We lost a little bit of milk. We lost two eggs. It sucks, but it's going to be fine. We got more eggs. It's good. I, 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 She said, let, let me come on the show and tell them how dumb you are. And I said, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> because, this, I, because I'm not dumb, all right? I just make silly mistakes when things don't matter. Where, are the, where are the places in your in your day-to-day life where you think you make the most innocuous mistakes like that not important mistakes but i i just i feel like in the kitchen i'm fucking shit up we're cooking more now we, we, we started hello fresh almost fucked one of those recipes up real bad 
I almost made it like non-edible, but I stopped myself. It ended up okay. How did you make it non-edible? I want to hear about this. Well, well I, I, I don't incriminate yourself. Or bleach on it. Yeah, mm. I, I thought that's a <laughs> common mistake. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I don't know what my question is, but I'm just just goofs. Yeah, I I fuck up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The whole life's yeah. a mistake. I think cooking. I I like to cook, and I feel like we've been doing it more and more. I definitely make mistakes cooking. Like I think I'm a big like I should prepare more and get you know everything all set up before I start, so I'm not running around the kitchen like messing shit up and plus. yeah mm. you get excited you just start chopping shit without thinking about step two yep. and, three. and then i'm cutting fingers off and all that uh, i think where i mess up all like where i make mistakes is in social interactions where it's like yeah. i'm trying mm. to overcome like i know that i'm gonna make a mistake so i'm trying to overcompensate for it right and then in doing so make a mistake right like so i think a good example right now is it's like, oh, we need to go get something from the store or we're picking up food. And, you know, every restaurant has like a rule set now. Like you have to wait outside. Where's the line? Is this line pickup or ordering? Like it's all over the place. So I'm like overcompensating. Like I don't want to cut anyone. I don't want to like make a whole thing. So then in doing that, in being so like, you know, methodical or like overthinking it, I then mess it up. It's I step in the wrong line. I cut somebody. I end up doing the thing I didn't want to do. And those are like little mistakes I make nonstop. And then I have to talk about them in therapy because they stick with me, those little ones. Yeah. I spent like three months when I, when I was going to therapy in college talking about this one interaction with the subway uh, cashier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is kind of fucking... These are the scars I carry. <laughs> oh, man. Now, does Melissa like reckon like does she usually have to be like it wasn't that bad, you know, or is it is it like man you really fucked that for both of us? No, it's it's I think always she probably makes it worse. She's like, how dare you? She's like wait till we, wait till <laughs> we fucking, fucking get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean usually it's just me bugging her like, hey, did you think that this was? as bad as i said it was or as i was making mm-hmm. it it's like what are you even talking about i didn't even see what you did <laughs> like, oh, okay <laughs> melissa seems so well put together you know can i say that okay she just yeah. she, she just yeah. seems like uh i guess yeah lexi and amber do too yeah. I th- what i don't know it's weird man well, because because when you say something like that, you're like, oh, did you see when I got in the wrong line? I think I think they all noticed. I'm afraid that I cut that person. Like, no, it was it was it was fine. I think you did just fine, right? It's like they they recognize, they support. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, it's like there's there's no shame in asking for what you need, right? Even if what you need is silly, right? And it's yeah. like I think I fucked that interaction up. And I'm worried about it. Will you please just reassure me yep. because you're the person that I love and I need to hear it. <laughs> and if that person is willing to be like, yeah, no, that's not silly. I, I'm reassuring you. It's fine. You're fine. It's like, damn, okay, you got a, you got a real one right there. And not to say that we have nothing to offer because I do think we do have, you know, a couple crumbs to offer. But it is kind of a red flag to me that all three of our significant others are like these caretaker kind of maternal beings that like 
will put up with our fucking baby. We're children. Fucking mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that we we talked about it. I forget if it was last week, but we talked about the going through your social media, reading old posts. And that's, I had to go to Melissa and be like, I don't know what you, I mean, you're still with me, but like, you liked me when I posted this. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I don't know how. You gave oh, her man. that wink at graduation day. It's been ever since. Here I am posting ever about, since. I don't know, fucking Bulbasaur or something. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so does, does Melissa have like any true days off? You know, because she, she goes to work and then she comes home and Deals she's in therapy <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's, like, been the biggest joke of all of this is that I'm, like, this stay-at-home fucking clown cat dad. Like, <laughs> she, goes, she goes to work and comes home. Like, that's I've, I try to cook and have things ready so that it's, like, I'm not a complete waste. But it's, like, She's oh, like, hey, I didn't shower yet today. Two. I'm, like, I haven't left the computer chair in six hours. Meanwhile, you were, like, running around doing shit. I answered seven emails. And it felt like I, 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 did, I saved the world. And we're, gonna, we're both going to be tired at the end of the day, so. <laughs> oh, man. You want to watch a movie? Whew, I don't think I have it in me yeah. today. <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've hit her with one of those so many times. Oh, man. We are truly, truly incapable. Well, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. Sometimes Podcasts are too you're long. sad. Sometimes Podcasts you laugh, and uh, the cycle repeats. You can go to awkward pause. Awkward pause pod dot com. slash merch to think about the merch you might buy in the future <laughs> when they're able to print new merch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just like it's like when you get like the Sears catalog in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just print out that page circle, and start circling circle, shit. Yep. And the uh, do you guys remember the uh, the Toys R Us one? They give you the little sticker page Fuck so you yeah, could like. Dude. Yeah, they knew, God. dude. Oh man, I missed that. Capitalism. Oh, they fucking knew. Look at look at what happened to them though. Consume. Yeah. <laughs> you can find the show at Ocpaz on Twitter. If you tweet at the show in the next uh, seven days, something will happen. Uh, you can find me at Elmer is not man on Twitter. You can find uh, Cassidy Sargent. Uh, find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass, uh, where you can find my theory about how uh, Ashley Johnson, Ellie from The Last of Us, is responsible for the closing of Toys R Us because she killed Jeffrey the Giraffe. Hmm. Spoilers. Full circle. If you want to uh, read about Bulbasaur, you can find Andrew Street at at Street Sweeper, one R. And if you want to learn about sheds, you can find Sam at. Mm, catch me on Twitter, SmathXX. And I'm going to Robert's parents' house today, so I'll tell you guys some stories about that. Good luck. Good luck. But they are lovely people, and they are nothing like him. So Robert Senior SR. <laughs> yeah, Robert Senior SR is the fucking goat dude. That dude, that dude's, that dude's a good dude. I wish he would have taught his son some man. You ever think they reflect on what they created? <laughs> <laughs> Blimps in here. <laughs> <laughs>